such a people person I kind of resent technology sometimes so in college I had just gotten in trouble um and like they like called my parents like I was in trouble and trouble and I was gonna get kicked out of school on the weekends and so like big trouble like it was I still had to go to class but like I was in trouble and I went to a party that night and I broke my phone like I dropped it in the toilet it was not usable and yeah I had like insurance on my phone but like you still have to like pay for that and I just really didn't have any motivation because at school like you have wi-fi so like I had an iPad so I could text on that and I could use my computer to text people I couldn't really call anyone except for like FaceTime, I guess, but my parents both have Android phones, so they could not get in contact with me. So I told people I was just off the grid, but I think I went like a month without my phone and it was fabulous. And then when I graduated from college, my mom was still paying for my phone and her and I got into a fight and cause I was like kind of ignoring her. So she turned my phone off and yeah the only part that was challenging was like gps navigation like i had to pull out the old gps my grandma got me like when i was 16 yeah that was like stick up to your windshield oh yeah stuck it up to the windshield yeah it's literally a garmin i think i was able to change the voice on it you know super fancy but yeah yeah i could totally go without a phone I wish I could, like, I wish I could do that. Like, first of all, like trying to do like the podcast stuff, like, which I haven't been doing as much. I feel like I've kind of like, I don't know, which I do want to talk about at some point, but yeah, I feel like you're in a love coma. I was going to address it. So (laughs) I've been waiting to talk to you about this because, um, I genuinely feel like Nick is my soulmate. Like I had a crush on him for a long time. And then like when he was, um, like I, invited him over one night and kind of just like hit it off from there and I already knew that I really really liked him I knew that he liked me too you know and I knew within like two weeks I was in love with him and then like two months later I told him I was gonna marry him which I had already like I'd been telling people like I'm Sam Jones from Sex and the City like I'm not getting married I'm gonna be a girl boss Mm -hmm. And I do think to an extent like this happened senior year of college and it did derail the plan that I had set for myself. Yeah, it always does, right? Yeah. That's what's happening to me. But at the same time, I do feel like regardless, like next the person I'm meant to be with. So like we're starting our life journey together. So even though it took me off the path that I had set, like ideally I would have lived at home and with my grandma and like saved money while I worked my job and then moved on. But at the yeah. same time, like when you're like in love with someone, I feel like that was something I'd never like really felt before. And like, just had someone who just loved me like for who I was. And like, mm-hmm. I just think that's such a great feeling and it's really rare to happen. And I would just hate for you to like turn that down because of like a plan. Like I think when you yeah. and I have talked in the past, before you were dating it's something that kind of like came up like you're like I'm working on myself like 
you know, I feel like I'm finally the person that I wanted to be. So like, what's happened? Like, when is the night, like, when is that person going to yeah. be there for me? And it's like, yeah. I feel like it just kind of happens, you know, and now you're here. Yeah. It's okay that like, it's distracting um, you. Cause like, I feel like you said that at your one year for the pod that like, you were really happy that you hadn't missed an episode. And oh I yeah. Did yeah. see that you missed a pod episode and I, I was think like, I missed two now. I I was like, she's in the coma. She's in a <laughs> coma. Yeah. Yeah. So I do kind of want to break this down a little bit. So like, um, I'll go back to like the, co- like the love coma, but like um, what you were saying, as far as like, you had all these plans, you wanted to be this girl boss and like Nick kind of like fucked that up for you a little bit, like in the best way possible, respectfully. <laughs> I, I couldn't agree more because it's like, for me, it's like, I just like didn't see my, like, I, I just didn't see it happening because I couldn't see myself finding a person that would be everything you want the caliber of like what I would want in a partner. And like, honestly, like, this has been like the easiest thing that I've ever had to do. Like, at first just, you were like, so together. You what? were like, you were so sus of him at first. I was getting like these Snapchats of like flowers and you were like, hmm, he wants to talk to me again today. I'm like, this sounds like a really healthy relationship. <laughs> oh. It's so exciting. Are you so like, um, I was talking, oh, I don't know if I want to share this. <laughs> I wasn't sus. I was like, okay. So like everyone had been telling me not to go by the book and I hadn't for something and I was like, yeah, like he's still like interested. And I'm like, I love this. Like, oh, know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I think when someone like genuinely likes you, like one of the, this is like a funny story to tell about Nick. Um, so when I was in college, um, I worked part-time and I basically worked full time. I worked part time booking birthday parties, worked yeah. the birthday parties on the weekend. I was in class the other time. Um, and Nick would text me like all day. And I just finished sharing that I could go without my phone. I am not a texter. Do not text me unless we're like planning something. Um, and I like would text back and be like, oh, like, yeah, like this is what I'm doing. But like, I don't really text like and he'd be like, hee hee. I know. Like he would like go out of his way to like tell me like how much he liked me. And I think in college, like when I had been dating people, like for the most part, like people are trying to like play it cool, you know, and nice. I think I just, was just talking about this. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's like the nice guy and then there's like the asshole. Right. And you kind of want like that happy mix. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier. Like I do not respect people. Like I like getting my way. Um, I like being in charge and I do think it's hard to find someone that's accepting of that naturally. Um, So Nick definitely does want me to be a girl boss. I told him pretty early on into our relationship. Like I would love to have a stay at home husband. Um, But I also like, I said that at work a couple of weeks ago and, and this younger kid, I I like him. He's nice, but he was like, um, Oh, you want him to like be your bitch. And I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like if you had a stay at home wife, like she wouldn't be your bitch. Right. Like, yeah. I want no. equality. Like, I still respect him. You're just the more masculine energy in the relationship. Oh, most definitely. Like, sometimes yeah. I realize, like, I'm not a very snuggly person either. I don't know if you like that, but, like, I want to snuggle when I want to snuggle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, 
like that this is actually like something that I wanted to talk about. Um, and I do want to get back to like my plan as far as like, Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. I was going to say, can you repeat it? Oh, yep. So I was just saying that I do want to get back to like the love coma because I do apologize for like missing episodes to like the listeners. We don't but, hold um, it against you. We're proud thanks. of you. I appreciate it. But like, we've talked about this, like, so one of the topics I wanted to talk about was how like we've, we're kind of different in that aspect where like you, like, I feel like we're equally girl bosses just in different ways. Like we have just mm-hmm. different goals, but like we're go-getters, you know, we want to do a good job. Like we take our job seriously, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but like, you've always said that you re- really love how like Nick just like kind of like claps you on, you know, like that's kind mm-hmm. of the role he takes. And like you were just saying, you know, like you would be fine with him being a stay at home dad, et cetera. And I, and like, you have always encouraged me to find someone that's like that. Or and, like, someone that's also doing the same thing as you. Right. Or just like, and like, I've said, like, I need someone that out bosses me, but like, I don't know. Like I was like, just kind of thinking about this day, like writing notes because it's like, I feel like I, like, through, like, my healing stages, like, I feel like I have been hyper-independent just due to, like, my trauma. So, I don't Trauma think causes that... hyper-independence. Yes. And so, I don't know that it's, like, where I always want to default because I've kind of always, not kind of always, but, like, I've been saying... I think I want someone to kind of come in and take on that masculine role without me even asking and just doing it Mm -hmm. and then kind of forcing me back into that femininity. Mm -hmm. And I still, and I feel like that's a little bit like why I've like been allowing this to happen. So it's kind of, kind of part of like the love coma that I've been experiencing because it's just like such a good feeling to like, be taken care of because it's like I like don't have a choice it's like I try so hard to like contribute in certain ways that I'm used to contributing Mm -hmm. and it's like not like in a mean way but it's just like no I got this I I'm handling it like I'm picking you up I'm opening your door like this weekend we're going to this float thing it's like we don't have the proper floats like for like a river float so like I'm like trying to purchase these things to like do like 50 50 and like it's not even it's like he's like no I, I got it and so it's just like I feel like partially really, too you like are forgetting that like every relationship regardless if it's like romantic or friendship or even like family like you want to treat others how you want to be treated and like that's what he's doing like yeah. I right now I think you and I have shared I've talked about this with you before, but like you've asked me like, oh, who takes like do you make um a chore list? Like how do you handle division of work in your home? Mm-hmm. And I basically said to you, like, as of right now, I pretty much do a majority of the housework in my home. And so right now Nick works a physical job. So he works yeah. very safely and so he is picking up 50 pound things every day and Mm -hmm. um at first it was something that was like argued about well he used to work a corporate job so we had like a fair division of labor and then it kind of shifted and my grandma actually gave me advice on it and was kind of like like if you're gonna be like particular about like how someone does something and you're just gonna want to fix it yourself 
then don't bother asking someone else to do it. And I think that's the same thing about like, like right now, I know that Nick doesn't have the capacity, but the more that I've taken on, like, I think it's been easier for him to like return to the things that he was doing before. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with that being said, my auntie Sherry, um, she's my great aunt. So she's 71 and she just started a relationship with this guy. She has the hots for, and they live a street away from each other. And he's like the nicest guy. And she had someone cutting her grass. Didn't like it. They weren't listening to her. She's very particular. So she started cutting the grass. And so he's like, all right, well, I'll come over and cut the grass on Tuesdays. And you know, Thursday, every other Thursday, whatever. And she's like, no, I want to do it because I want it done the way I want it done. Mm -hmm. Like that to me is something like, you know, like she's so particular about it and just like do that yourself. But like, that's for her. You know what I mean? Like he's inviting you to go on this like river thing, like allow him to help you. That's it. Like, I just like have been having to like take breaths and be like, okay, like, he likes taking care of me. Like this is the role he likes taking on. So it's like, I do think like other things for him. Like, you know what I mean? So Wouldn't it's be not annoying? that it's not 50, 50. Yeah. It's just that it's just, it's just different. I'm not used to it. Like, and I, I just, oh, it's almost like I like expect people to not show up for me. So That's like, what I it just sounds do like. I just yeah. do everything and I'm not going to even allow someone. So like he invited really, you to it, right? Like he invited you to it. So like if that was like one of your girlfriends, you would expect them that if they were inviting you that they'd have the river floats, right? Right. So like you, I think I do this too, that you change your expectations sometimes maybe based on gender. And that's not always fair because there are men that are mature. Just we don't always encounter them. (laughs) But like he sounds like, I don't know. It sounds like he's like a real partner and he's excited to be a part of the relationship. Like, I feel like this is what you've been waiting for. And maybe like you're just overthinking it because it like seems too good to be true. But I wouldn't say it's like I'm overthinking it. Like, I just like genuinely have never like if like like if we like break it down, like I can't name a man that has like shown up for me in the way that he has. Um. So, like, as far as, like, just trusting, like, yeah, like, so by gender, like, I, I am going to make this about gender because, you know, it's, like, it all began, began with, like, my dad. It's, like, he showed me that, like, people don't stick around. Mm-hmm. And so I've had this, like, abandonment wound, and I've had to learn that it's not always going to be that way. You know, I can trust that someone will stick around and show up for me. And I think, like, through healing, I have learned, like, it's not fair to expect um, like a romantic partner to vow, like I will stay with you forever and ever because things do happen. People change. Like I know like people talk about marriage and like, that's like a whole different story. You know what I mean? But like, just from a life perspective, it's like, it's not realistic to like 100% say like, I will be with you no matter what, but like for someone to regularly choose to be with me, that's never happened. And so trusting that like someone will continuously choose as long as we're in a healthy relationship will choose me. And I don't have to worry about them leaving and worry about like changing myself or like, I just, 
I'm truly just enjoying being me and I'm like healing these parts of me that feel like I have to be different for someone to stick around. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know. And it's like, on top of all of that, like I'm like reminding myself because I I think sometimes I would take people and like just suffocate them to keep them around. But I'm like really healing myself of like, I want him to stick around and I'm going to choose him every day as mm-hmm. long as this is healthy for both of us and we're both showing up. But also at any point, if it's not, like I know that I will be okay and that way I'm not suffocating him. Does that make sense? I think, yes, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> I So I had an interesting experience. So I told you Modern Family, but when I was in high school as a freshman, so I had like my first... I guess, serious boyfriend, I would have said at the time. And my sister was dating someone as well. And um, our mom divorced our stepdad. And so like, he was like a sense of stability in our life. Mm -hmm. And so suddenly, like everything kind of changed. And it was very traumatic. And there was just a lot going on. And I've also shared with you that like my mom's an alcoholic, but her and my stepdad were both alcoholics together and it was very toxic and I was a freshman in high school so there was like a lot to process and I don't think my parents really wanted to expose me to a therapist at that I think my dad was hardcore pushing but my mom didn't really want that to like potentially interfere with anything so I was sharing everything with my boyfriend at the time And I wasn't really sharing anything with my girlfriends about like what was going on because it was like embarrassing. And this is like my intimate partner. Like, obviously we weren't that intimate, you know, but like my partner. And so like they were the person I was sharing everything to. And then a couple weeks in, everything just like blew up. Like my life was falling apart. My boyfriend dumped me because he was a freshman in high school and I'm dumping all my problems on him. Mm -hmm. And then my friends kind of also were like mad at me. I genuinely was not friends with those people ever again. And I think it's like, because I remember one time one of them was like, oh, you like always tell me all your secrets, right? And I was like, oh no. Cause like I had so much like adult problems going on and didn't really like know how to process them. So like I lost my best friend and my boyfriend. And what I learned from that experience is that your boyfriend is not really the person you're supposed to like unload all of that on. Like you do have family, you do have like a support system for that. And like you did say like, which I feel like I'm still unpacking my trauma as well, which I think is something that we'll continue to do throughout our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely do think as much as like your dad might've walked away. I do know that you are close with your mom and your sister and I do feel like those are people that like actively choose to be a part of your life every day as well and I do just like find it interesting because you said that like you would never like vow to like be with someone you know marriage or not like forever because things could change and I actually kind of have a different perspective on it so Nick does have can I can I re-explain that really quick yeah, no, I like totally think I understand where you're coming from, but I was going to say, yeah, go for it. Okay. I It's not that I'm not planning on doing that. Mm-hmm. It's just that. You think it's unrealistic to expect someone. Yeah. Like, I feel else. like that's like a suffocating sort of thing. It's like, 
I want a life partner Mm -hmm. personally. Like I do have like thoughts on like marriage and you know, whatever. Like if I've always said, like if my person that I want to spend the rest of of my life with wants to get married, I would um whether there's a wedding or not mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a different story of my opinion but yeah it's like I I I think um like just giving an example like a traumatic brain injury I've been kind of going down a rabbit hole mm. of this like if someone like genuinely really someone's spiraling <laughs> yeah like are we expected to be like for better or for worse I don't know and well, so it's like you I know and it's like about if that. I were like, I'm not saying this, like if him or I were to like change and like somehow like, cause I don't think that would happen right now, but like changed on the road and cheat on each other. Like I wouldn't expect us to stay together after that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So th- those types of things it's like, and like, whereas before, like I was trying to like force something, like I'm going to love you as hard as I can because mm-hmm. I need you to stay Whereas like now my perspective is I'm going to hope you stay and love you as long as I get to. Like that's kind of the perspective. Sorry, I interrupted. No, I, I get what clarify. you're saying. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, the reason I'm saying is because one, I did, I did not think I was going to get married. But when I did know that I was going to marry Nick, I did like – like everyone in my life is divorced. Like I'm not going to get married unless this is like my life partner. And like, I think my view on marriage, I did grow up like very religious and I do not think that I really view marriage as a religious aspect, but more as like, so Nick and I wrote our own vows and he actually like said it as one of his vows, but like, like I'm choosing to love you every day. Like this is a choice. I'm choosing to be your life partner. And Mm -hmm. I really love that aspect but also like at the end of the day like marriage is just like a contract right but like Mm -hmm. you're the person I'm choosing to do life with like ups downs hard times you know good times um and so like I did know it was important to Nick to like hear that I would not leave him and I did vow that to him like in our vows like I should I said um I vow to like always be with you you know and I think that's something that like my sister was like ooh. But, like, my sister also did get married, like, in a religious ceremony, and she, like, vowed to betroth herself to her husband, which is also something yeah. I was like, ooh. You know, so I think everyone does kind of have their own, like, viewpoint on it. Yeah, um, yeah. But I do agree with you that that's, like, really exciting that you're ready to just be open to love someone without those expectations. Yeah, yeah. But he makes you, it really easy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say that's so exciting. And um, like, I feel like you guys have talked about like long term, like growth together. Do you think yeah. that you guys share like goals in that regard? Yeah, that's like the other thing, like, um, you know, he like kind of takes on the masculine uh, aspect of like taking care of me, but he also like is very smart, like I like really, really respect him because while like we have sometimes different opinions on our takes on things, like we equally respect each other's takes or it's like, oh, like I didn't think of it that way or he'll say that to me. You know what I mean? I so, think that's just like genuine respect for the other person. Yeah. Would he be okay if you made more money than him? Oh yeah, I think so. 
that's a- he um like um has made like jokes about like making the podcast like blow up so that way we could buy like a lake place <laughs> yes and like a, a house like um like where like his family lives <laughs> where is his family from uh egypt oh really that's so cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so i i mean and he's like very supportive and he's always like thinking of ideas it's so funny because it's like I, like, wish he could have, like, met me before, like, me, like, being crazy in love with him because it's, like, I do feel like I'm kind of in this love coma of, like, I feel like I'm, like, healing parts of myself where, like, I feel like I girl bossed a little bit too hard in my trauma era and now I'm kind of, like, enjoying this, like, like, I truly feel like he's, like, relaxing my nervous system almost, like, more than, like, what it was. And so I'm kind of just like in this constant state of like, this is still a goal. And I think about the podcast literally all the time, but I am in the love coma. And like, then he like knew me when I was first like girl bossing with the podcast. And so like, I think he has that mentality of like me trying to like drive this forward. Mm-hmm. And then I haven't, like, I, I didn't put out an episode last week. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just kind of like, I'm not putting out as many clips partially because I don't have as much time like and it is summer like summer is so tough for me so yeah. I feel like give yourself a break I was just giving you a hard time I know I and thought that, it was I funny knew you were. no I know you were but like I I feel bad about it because it's like I don't want it to seem like oh I just like get a like a boyfriend and then like I'm like done she's with my ditching passions. all of us she's yes her girlfriend yes, I don't want it because I don't know I just like Cause like I haven't, like I even, like before I met him, I stopped posting on TikTok as much, but I, cause I've just like been trying and trying and trying and like nothing's been working. And so I don't know, but I was just thinking about today. I'm like, people love love. And so I think I was like resistant to like make this my personality, but like my spiel has been talking about relationships this entire time. It's just going to look a little different instead of bitching about guys and bitching about my thoughts on like terrible relationships, why not just fucking give people an example of what a good relationship can be? Like, it's just a different perspective. I can have both and I I can talk about the differences, right? I don't know. (laughs) I think to me, it's actually really cool because I feel like for the past like year and a half, you've been talking, like first you started with your podcast, which I feel like I've shared this with you, but I do think that you're a mentor to me. Um, when we did work together, Abby got a new job and then I was like, okay, I'm like ready to move on. (laughs) And I like reached out to Abby and was like, Hey, like this job is so exciting. And Abby was like benefits salary. I was like, yeah, they have, none of those are great, but like, this is so cool. And Abby was like hard pass. And as a classic Gemini, I did it anyways. (laughs) Abby was the only one that had the balls to tell me that it was a bad idea but right after my sister my dad and my mom when it didn't work out we're like yeah I couldn't believe you did that that was great (laughs) Nick was like I don't think I like came out and said was like don't do this but I was like did you just like think about this (laughs) no I think you were like girl like without those benefits I wouldn't do it which I do think was like logical advice and I okay I Maybe I'm I don't happy know if you I gave this. me that advice. I needed that advice. I, I know, just but wasn't I ready because like, I was like 24 and okay. But I sometimes forget things, so I don't know if I told you this or not. But I feel like I was giving you an example of like I had the same type of opportunity. Yes, you right? did. Yeah, okay. yeah. But then it was a startup company. Prepared. Yeah, and she was like, like the the like female owner was like 
write down like a number of like where you want to be at in five years, like as far as salary, she's like, let's like, she was like selling it to me. Mm-hmm. And like, I still respect her. Like her business is doing great. Like it is phenomenal, but I just was like, logically, like there's not benefits. Like, I just don't think like, I did a pros and cons list. <laughs> and so I was like, this is just isn't for me. So I think I gave you that example, but mm-hmm. honestly, like I had hit the five-year mark since I had turned down that job and I am like making way more than what I wrote down. (laughs) So I think like it was like a smart move. Yeah. Not that your move wasn't smart, but I think you learned a lot of things. from. I learned a ton, um, but logically (laughs) like it probably was the only like, so basically I wanted to leave my job as an event coordinator. Everyone was getting fired and I still had my job and I had been doing it for five years, didn't want to do it. Um, and wanted to get back into finance and economics, wasn't really getting those jobs. And this opportunity was like kind of a mix. Um, but I would not be at my job now if I didn't make that move because I essentially had to go back and get like an additional certification to be attractive in the financial world, which I already kind of knew, but didn't, um, wasn't like forced into doing that until after me and the cool job parted ways. Um, and I just think like even like if like you can view it as like a setback like I think setbacks still like push you forward like I I believe in the universe the universe will put you on the right path and that wasn't the right path so it kind of knocked you down (laughs) to like yeah and like you're very happy now right so oh definitely I think it was a learning lesson that I'll never forget um (laughs) But I do think like you as a girl boss, like that was a slight tangent. Um, Like it was so cool and inspiring for me to like see you start your podcast and then like a year later and like hearing you talk about it and like even just the growth you've had on the show as like a person. And I literally told one of my girlfriends to listen to your podcast because I was like, listen, you guys have a lot of the same like dating struggles, but I'd be a couple years older than you and I feel like she's been really focusing on her mental health and I feel like it's all been like culminating up into the point like you got the podcast and even from there like if you kind of like go back and listen to like episodes from the beginning to like now there's like more structure like yeah as a person like are talking about different topics like we talk about confidence being so important but like the more like you've put into yourself and like it pays off and you get that back like it's just so rewarding and then to finally have a payoff and you have like I don't know the relationship you've been talking about wanting like I don't know I think it's like so exciting and I think it would be such a disservice if you didn't share it with your listeners yeah no I agree I agree it just like when it's so new and like you put we also we have like 55 seconds before we have to hop off here but I don't really know how to upgrade to pro I'd be down to do it for you it just seems no I need to do it (laughs) but just really quick like I definitely like with it being so new it's just like I don't know it's like what do I want to share I like had thought about it but like I hadn't like really come to terms with exactly what I wanted to share and I don't know he needs to come on the podcast but he's not ready so yeah I feel like keep that like new and in your love bubble and then like when it's He's mine yeah yeah I feel like you'll know when it's like ready to share yeah we'll do like a fun couple episode yeah thing yeah that's very on like valentine's okay. day or something Ooh, that's that's a good idea okay I'm gonna hang up really quick okay goodbye okay bye hey girl Hello. <laughs> so it is recording <laughs>
Oh, your camera. Um, did you turn that light on in the corner? Um, yeah. Does it look bad? No, it looks cute. I was like, okay. something is different. Well, I, like, for, like this room, like, like that great lighting. lighting. Well, I have like my like podcast lighting, but like the room, like this lights on too. Like, but you can't tell. It looks like it's so no. dark back here. So I was just like, I don't know, and I look like kind of shiny. <laughs> oh, I thought your skin looked glowy. You like you had a dewy glow. I didn't shower today. I showered for you. I was like, oh, I better jump in the shower. I don't want to look gross on this podcast. I was actually the opposite. I was like, oh, Zoom, like it's hard, like it's or it's easy to hide. <laughs> always on the podcast, you your viewers, viewers, your guests are always like talking about their hair looking interesting on the camera. So, you know, yeah, sure. people say they think that they look like bigger on the camera and stuff and they like don't love it and I'm like I don't know like so I do agree like that I don't know if it's the angle or if it's like just the camera in general because I know people say like the camera like adds 10 pounds I think it's the angle I think it's like when people like know their angles they do right you know a little bit which better. like this angle is not good for me either and that's the angle on the podcast but like I just have to get over it because it's like, I'm not going to buy another camera and then sync up. Like that would be so, like, I'm, I'm not a producer. <laughs> yeah. We're hosting a here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm in my love coma. Like, don't ask anything Leave else me alone. Me. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> oh my gosh. I do. I just, I was like, just blanking on what I was going to talk to you about so- next. How deep are you in the love coma? Like, has your family met your? Okay, I was gonna say, I feel like I saw that on the gram, but yeah, yeah, it's like everyone he's met, like my aunts, like my aunts, uh, my sister, my dad, my mom, mm-hmm. yeah, and everyone loves him, of course. Like, you know how, which, like, I know you've only met me once in person, but like, we're very much. I the genuinely same. feel like I know you. I know, I know. <laughs> Like, well, like we're such good friends. I know. Like even before we actually met in person. I was like so excited. (laughs) Um, but, um, like, I feel like you and I were very much the same as like, we can literally go anywhere and do anything, throw us in any situation and we'll be fine because it's just like part of our personality where we can chat with people. We become besties with people like so easily, like we can just pull Sometimes shit out. a bad thing. I know. But we can just like pull shit out of our asses and like have like a great conversation. And I do feel like people also open up to us. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like surface level conversations. It's like we just like go deep. You know what I, think I mean? It's because we're like have no, I don't know if it's like a boundary issue or something, <laughs> but I like it's I bad. don't see it that way. Like <laughs> But, um, yeah, people do open up to us about a lot of things. And, like, I don't know if it's maybe we're just more open-minded. So, like, yeah, we, like, really get a vibe. Questions. Maybe yeah. it's our aura about us. Mm. I don't know. But, like, so I thought, you know, definitely in any relationship I would get in. Like, it would be me. Like, I would be the personality um, you know, like, the more extroverted, outgoing one. Um, but he gives me a run for my money. Like everyone instantly loves him. Like, I think maybe even a little more than me. So I'm like having to like deal with that. I'm like, ugh. 
really? <laughs> it's this is so interesting to me because I don't know if you know this, but up and my sister is definitely a tough cookie, and she I do not think she started liking Nick until like maybe October of last year. Oh, really? Yeah, like we've been together six years this year. Does that cause like problems? My sister is like classic older sister vibes. I feel like your sister does have a lot of those traits, like does not like even with my friends, like does not really like give them the time of day if she doesn't like them. Like Haley, my best friend roommate in college, like she instantly liked her and has always been nice to her. My girlfriend, Elena, like I've been friends with Elena almost just as long as Haley and she my sister didn't like Elena really like I acknowledge that she liked Elena until my wedding like mm-hmm. where she got to like know her um so yeah my sister writes people off problems. too it's like yeah one, one minor thing that she doesn't like she like writes them off and I just like I think it's like their past so I like to give them a pass on it and I also slightly respect it because I do think we could use a little bit more of that in our life like yeah like being like, no, like you talked about like good girl conditioning, like your sister is very against it from my understanding. And so is mine. Like, no. Yeah. And we're that. just like very trusting. We trust everyone. We think everyone like has the same intentions that we have. Which most times is not always the case. So it's like good mm-hmm. in that regard. And to an extent, I, so it did definitely cause like drama, but at the end of the day, I think it also like brought Nick and I like to a better understanding because like I get along very well with his family um but my I'm still also very close with my family and Nick has like social anxiety so like I knew Nick as this very like social um outgoing person yeah and then like when it's time to like meet my family and he's like so nervous and so anxious and I don't think that his personality really came through yeah and I remember this one time specifically I was like oh like we're going out to lunch with my family and like you can't be on your phone like if you're gonna be on your phone like that's your problem they're gonna say something to you about it and you're gonna be like responsible for your own actions kind of like just throwing him into the wolves like I like you we're together like yeah you know I think like um the perception of kind of what that gives off is that they're like uninterested whether that's Mm -hmm. the case or not because I do know like it does definitely with anxiety and especially social anxiety but still yeah and my family is not like as understanding of that and at the same time I do also agree that like now I brought you into my family it's been over a year and like I've warned you about it. So it like kind of happened exactly as I expected. He was on his phone. My stepdad was like, hey, are you going to put your phone down and like join the conversation? I think like from there, he started like opening up more. And then the more times like we were in social situations with my sister, I realized partially that I'm dating my sister and my dad. She actually said it to me this weekend. Like, they'll have, like, the same opinion on something. And it's, like, so annoying because, like, you guys are voting against me. Like, who, which one of you? She's the one that didn't like him until recently? Yeah. Oh, so that's funny. And it's, like, yeah. And it's, like, I know that they share a lot of the, like, similar ideals. Like, I'm very, like, relaxed. And my Nick is a Taurus, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My sister is a Virgo. Um, So, like. My My man's a Virgo, but I'm still shocked by it. Yeah, Virgo. So my dad's a Virgo as well. Very interesting. Is he September or August Virgo? August. 
So he's like got a Leo cusp. Is he like in the teens? 29th. 29th. So my sister's the 30th. So now I'll never forget. Okay, but he is a Sag moon. So I think that's kind of like like the fire energy comes out. Yeah, that makes sense. So he's still very grounded because I do think like, um, not to interrupt you, but I have heard recently that like before I even met him, but I've heard that. So I always thought like air signs, you know, you and I were air signs. We get along best with fire signs. Like that's our good match. But from a couple perspective, um, like uh, an earth sign, so like a Taurus or a Virgo, uh, they can ground us. Mm-hmm. Like it's what we need to kind of balance us out. And then they need us just as equally. So I feel like kind of lift them up. Kind of interesting. And then of course I'm like, with the Virgo, but sorry, keep going. No, I definitely like kind of, that was just like my point is like, it's interesting to me because they're really similar in a lot of ways and I didn't really realize that until they kind of like started getting along and it was definitely stressful for me but I felt like at the end of the day I knew that like Nick was someone that my sister would be like proud of yeah as a partner for me I think part of that was like she's acknowledged like Nick has like matured a lot as well but I think mostly it was like her like needing to get to know him and vice versa yeah and like now he like I feel like now they both like genuinely like look forward to each other's company whereas before it was just like they were gonna be there you know like my sister was gonna be there yeah or, like, my no, boyfriend that's, was gonna be that's there. so good so like my sister um loves my guy like we're like all besties like we hung out at like all weekend together which I love because she has never, I ever, you, you look ever, tan oh yes I, I mean this is a little bit of contour but <laughs> I was outside for two days but yeah so she's like never literally liked anyone and like so I can really relate. So I dated a Taurus, like my ex, like one of my like serious exes, he was a Taurus and my sister very much did not like him at all. And she was the only person in my life that was like, Hey, I don't like him like outright. Um, Which is she, uncomfortable. Well, she had reasons though. And like, I think like, um, our cases might be a little bit different because I felt like he would like get around my family and like be very, very awkward, but there was no effort to try to get better or open up. Like, I felt like it was definitely in like a manipulative way of like, I'm going to behave this way. So that way, like we only hang out with my family and only hang out with my friends. So like every social situation that we had, like it would make it so uncomfortable for me to even bring him that I like wouldn't even do it. And it's like, I'm in love with this person. Like I want to stay with them. So, and I was so, so young. I didn't know how to handle that. Cause like, I would never, I would never do that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, like that would be such a turn off. but yeah. So it was just like, so awkward. So like for me, like for him to get along with literally everyone, like it just like makes my heart happy. Like even like people, like, I don't know, like at the lake, like there's people coming and going and like, I, like he could just talk to anyone. And it's like, I don't have to even worry about him. Cause that's something that like has been really important for me. Like just having someone that I can bring in and take places and not have to like worry, like, are they okay? Like, am I being too chatty over here? You know what I mean? And so it's just like, I don't even have to, like, it, it just takes away a level of 
anxiety? Not even like it just like I don't even have to think about it. So like I can have space for other things. I get what you're saying there. Yeah. I think that's something um, that I is really important to me because I am a doer. So meaning if I'm invited to a party or like my sister and I, now that we're adults, like we host things together. So like, like her baby shower was two weekends ago and like uh, we got there. I told Nick, I was like, okay, this is what you're in charge of. Like, we're going to do this. And then it was like, okay, we're doing this. Okay. We're doing this. And then at one point Nick was like, I don't want to do any of these things. And I was like, okay, neither do I, but this is what we're doing. Like, if you don't want to do any of these things, you need to go hide from me and make yourself busy. But if you're standing near me in my vicinity, I'm doing these things and I need help and I will just be assigning tasks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think that's something that's like important to me. And like, as much as like Nick likes to complain about things, but he does them. So like, he'll do it. Like, he'll be like, Oh, I don't want to do that. And then my dad will like walk by and he'll be like, all right, we're going to like pick up the tables now. (laughs) Jim's picking up the tables. So, um, it's just like kind of funny to me too. And one of the like favorite things, um, I think like everyone wants like their parents to like their significant other, but my mom has always been very vocal about how she likes Nick because, um, Nick is just nice to her and my, um, you actually talked about this in that episode with Madison. I think she might've said it, but like when you have trauma, like sometimes it can be hard opening up to your partner because they might not be accepting of the trauma from your parents. And like, those are still your loved ones and you still respect them and forgive them. But like, so Nick, so my sister and I have different trauma as well and I do feel like that my sister's trauma was definitely more intense and manipulative and I think that we have different personalities and that she was kind of protecting me so I don't think maybe I like had to deal with as much yeah so I feels that exact same way yeah and I like I've listened to some of the podcasts where you guys have talked about that and I'm not gonna lie I've kind of been on Jess's side because I do feel like more like you where we might just not be aware of as many things um, but unfortunately, or fortunately, Kenzie um, and Jacqueline are the same age. So they kind of have like a double account of everything, mm-hmm. which can make it like really interesting to relive the past. Um, with that being said, Nick loves my mom and is very like open-minded to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if he like processes things the same way. My sister's husband, Rob, is a Leo. And he's very protective of his wife, his family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he will not even text my mom back. To this day, he has never responded to one of my mom's text messages. Uh, It's 2023. My sister and her husband have been together for 10 years dating. That would be so tough. And like, on one hand, I get it because it's like you love that person and like you could, you can't go back and change you know what happened but it's like you want to protect them now but like at the same time it's your parent it's it's such a difficult dynamic to like navigate yeah and I just kind of try to stay out of it but like my mom is interesting because um I did share that my mom's an alcoholic but she is my mom does not acknowledge that yeah um so it's not something like she's actively working on so, like, if you ignore her, which my sister and I will ignore her after a certain time of night, mm-hmm. and she will just 
text our partner, you know, like text them, text them, text them, or call them, call them, call them to like get us to like come back. So it doesn't work for my sister because her mm-hmm. husband just ignores. Yeah. It works every time with Nick. You'll yeah. be like, call your mom. Like I'm in the middle of something and like your mom just keeps calling me, like call her back. Yeah. Um, And I like get where she's coming from, but, or he's coming from, but at the same time, like now that she's pregnant, um, I do think like her view on my mom has kind of changed and like, she wanted to do something for my sister for like mother's day. And my mom, like, um, I don't know if you know this, but my mom's husband is a contractor. And so a couple of years ago, like when I graduated college, they sold their home and bought like this gorgeous recreational vehicle. And they like literally travel state to state doing projects. I, I feel like I knew the contractor part, but I don't know that I realized the van part. Yeah. So what's that? It's like, um. I mean, it's nicer than my apartment. Like, it's got, like, central air, like, okay. granite flooring, like, a king-size bed. It's like a big camper? Yeah, like, it's like an RV. Like, it's massive. Oh, okay. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. They're not doing the van life thing. It's got, okay. like, two okay. It's got like two huge beds in it, yes. like a full shower. Um, it even has a double vanity. I'm actually now realizing <laughs> it is way nicer than my apartment. Um, so it's really bigger than mine, too. Yeah. So she's like traveling in it. So either way, she's not home. And she like asked her husband to like coordinate like, oh, I want to like treat her to get like a pedicure, like for her first Mother's Day, you know, while she's pregnant. He like doesn't text her back. So I like my mom tells me about it. So I like, I feel like I'm always put in the middle with my mom and my sister, which I hate, but I text her husband. I'm like, hey, my mom's trying to like plan this pedicure. Like, are you able to text my mom back? And he's like, okay, so plan it. Like, okay, you're her husband. So like, you know, her schedule, like I can't even plan this for Kenzie. Cause I don't know what you guys are doing on Saturday. Like, yeah. so it's, um, now I think it's something that's becoming like stressful for her, which right. can be uncomfortable. So I, I definitely think it's always interesting, like walking that line. I'm in the camp of, you kind of have to follow your partner's lead. Like if, a, like, I think you have to be a safe space to hear everything that they went through. Cause I do think understanding them from that level is really important just from a human aspect. And then whether they choose to be in their life or not be in their life, I don't really think they get a say. Mm-hmm. So for me, for example, I have a relationship with both of my parents, despite everything that I went through. And I'm still constantly trying to like my mom less, obviously, but like, especially with my dad, like have a healthy relationship and navigate all of that while still healing and forgiving and all of that stuff. And so I think like, from like, for me, like with my partner, like it is really important that he respects my dad and my mom and still hearing all these things that I went through and can still empathize and like hate that I went through that, Mm -hmm. but like equally like give them the respect because it was in the past, you know, like while I'm still working through some of those thoughts and feelings and I, you know, live with them, like, it's not fair to my parents, like, you know, have to like have that extra judgment with a partner 
And I don't know, like, so like you were referencing, referencing like the Madison episode of like her talking about, like us talking about that just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was saying, like, I'm seeing someone new. I was going to say, I think that was like when you were starting your relationship. Yeah. yeah that, that like I was talking about him and like, he still, like, he still gives them empathy and like, it's not, you know, like he, like he gives them empathy, like when they're deserving of it, I guess I could say like in the moment he gives me a different perspective and because like I can like get like I'm like oh my god like what a you know this and that and like I can get like really drama and then he can kind of be like well like have you thought about it from this perspective you know what I mean so like I, I don't know I think it's like just definitely like balancing and I've given like in return I've given them more empathy and I feel like that's helped Yeah, I think that's like what your partners like I always say this to Nick and like a goal of our relationship, right? Like I like working towards a goal. I don't know if I've told you this, but like, so every year on my birthday, because I feel like that's a good time to remember, you know, if we love our birthdays. Um, But like a five year (laughs) plan. So what are what am I doing in five years? What are you as my partner doing in five years? Like, what do you want to be doing personally? Are you working? You know, like, I've talked about like I want Nick to be my house husband but like you know if you wanted to go back to school and do something else or you wanted to own your own business or you wanted to keep doing what you're doing like that's your life like what do you see yourself doing in five years like and then where do we see ourselves in five years you know and I think something that we've talked about yeah I strongly suggest it um and something that's like kind of come out of it like every time is like I want us to like grow together. And part of that is like kind of checking each other. Like I, so Nick and I were friends in college, but we like his best friend is also like one of my good friends and same like vice versa. Like my friend Haley's one of his good friends. And so like Frank has an iPhone, Nick's an Android user. So yeah. He, him. <laughs> I know right he can't be added to any group chat logically no so um he'll like reach out to me sometimes and like I'll be like oh like you have to call Frank or like this or that and like Nick's just like social anxiety like keeps him back from it but like Frank will like reach out to me and be like I haven't heard from him like it's kind of annoying like yeah. you know and kind of like reaching like saying to Nick like okay I get that you're uncomfortable but like you need to call your friend like yeah he needs you or when I was complaining about my mom at the baby shower and Nick was like, she really wasn't that bad. Like, I think you're letting your sister like get in your head a little bit. Like you guys are just liking to complain. Like she did nothing wrong. And like, you need that. You need your partner, like your partner is like your best friend for life. Right. Like, yeah. Everyone always says like, I wish I could like marry my best friend. Like, isn't that what the goal is, you know? And like part of being a good friend is like calling people out on their behaviors or like when they're not like I think that's so important like and as we mature too because it's like I I could see like when we're younger like that not happening but like all of my friends while they're nice about it and they respect me obviously like they do disagree with me and I think that's so important and like I know you were talking about kind of like having different relationships is really necessary and I've always said that it's like I've built all of these friendships So it's Mm -hmm. like really important for me to like maintain friendship friendships, even when I'm in love and shoot, where was I going with this? Oh, like marrying your best friend. So it's like, we're just being with your best friend. It's like, I still have best friends, but like also like 
I genuinely like everything I do if I do it with my boyfriend like it's just that much better and like I I still feel that way like about my friends too you know what I mean but it's like I'm just like wanting to have sex with my boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) so it's like that's like the difference you know and I like love that like even if I'm hanging out with like a group of people, like and my best friends, like he can still be there. It's it's just all good around, like all good around. Like it's just I don't know. So you said that he's like been super understanding when you've opened up to him. Mm-hmm. Do you mind me asking? Do you think that he's had like a more normal childhood, or would you say that like he's coming from more of an understanding place because he's had a difficult childhood? Um. So I think honestly, that's something that I would ask him to talk about on the podcast if he would be willing. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, it's more layers. And like, I don't, I know he listens. So like, I don't want to like give too much away, but like, I can't spill secrets. I think um, just like from a high level perspective, I think he's very emotionally mature. So I would say just from a level of trauma, like I would say I've probably been through more at least of what he has shared and Mm -hmm. he has said like I haven't been through all of this like what I've been through is like nothing compared to what you've been through so like you know like he hasn't said anything differently but like what I feel like is different for him is uh, like he was born in Kuwait and there was a war going on and his parents had to move for like the, his safety. Yeah, so different levels of trauma mm-hmm. and like different and then, experiences. Like, they did, they're not together. So then like that is still traumatic for someone, mm-hmm. you know, like navigating like a parent getting remarried and like all of that fam. Like, I don't know. It's like, and then he like moved here to the US by himself. And so the I wild. think, yeah, and it's, like he talks about it very positively, but I don't know, like that would be super scary. So I think like he just is so emotionally stable that Mm -hmm. he can hear what I've been through and just be like a very like good rock for me and can take it in and then still be mature about it. How did you meet him? Through, uh, oh, okay. So Phil on the, on the podcast, did you listen to that episode? Yes, I like did. Burlesque Phil is what we love yeah. to, talk, to say about him. Um, I was going to say butt cheeks, Phil. Yeah. So we were out one night and I was like, yeah, like I've never asked you, like, do you have any friends, like single friends? And he was like, oh yeah. And like, he pulled, you know, my boyfriend up and was like, this guy's single. And I was like, invite him now. And I don't know, like it, it just. I, I swear, like, I, I joke with him, like, it feels like it's, like, a Lifetime movie, like, the independent single girl's been, you know, single for six. In Indiana, this is a Hallmark yes. movie. In a Lifetime movie, yeah. you'd be, like, killing him off at the end or something. Oh, like, she's single for six years, like, she doesn't want a man, and then in, in walks the guy into the little hometown bar and, like, goes straight to her and she's talking about zodiac signs with him and they fall madly in love and (laughs) he breaks down all of her walls and yeah girls there is some love struck uh energy happening in indiana this year because there are now two golden bachelors being filmed out of indiana and one of the newest housewives of new york is originally from indiana oh shit 
I looked it up this morning. It's like four hours from you. So you probably don't know her, but she's only a couple years older than you. Her name's like Bryn. She's one of the newest ones. I don't uh, have Bravo. So I don't watch any of What is your? I feel like I need to get in on it. I'm a slinger. So I watch Bravo on there, but now Bravo's on every platform. So there's really no excuse. Oh, is it on Hulu or Netflix? Yeah, it's definitely on Hulu, not on Netflix. Okay, but I'm also- Bryn Whitfield, and let's see where she's from. All right, where? Are you a Bachelor girl? I tried to get into it because actually you, like, were talking about it so much. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I, I didn't think you were- and then it wasn't like really available on anything I had because I have sling. So I didn't like, I didn't include CBS. Isn't that what it's on at the time? And so then it ABC. came to Netflix. Yeah. I don't have, I didn't have ABC. So then it came to Netflix. So then I tried to get into it, but it was, it was like an episode that included all past people. And yeah. it, I couldn't get into it because everyone knew details that I wasn't privy to. So I would like to watch The Bachelor, but I need to be able to watch it on a platform that I can stream it. So I have not watched so, it. So um, I don't know how you, because I know you go to bed kind of early, but um, I just have like an antenna. That I Is this because you texted me last night at like 930 and I was already asleep? No, because I just literally know that you always go to bed. I do. I do go to bed. So early. You're like yawning I, right now. You're like, it's 830. <laughs> I got to go. Pretty soon, Alexa is about to tell me that it's bedtime <laughs> and she will turn my lights off at nine. Well, if you ever stay up. Oh, no. It is. It is our 10 minute warning. I do want to. Do you care if I wrap is it up? Is that really already say, our 10 minute warning? Yeah. I don't know if you want to go again. <laughs> Did I'm you hear her? picked up. It's really embarrassing when our friends are here and then Alexa will be like, good night and turn the lights off. Nick and I are like, no, I okay. genuinely How do not think your- I can go one more because I have not made dinner yet. Oh my God. No. Yes. Okay. So what is, is your Ope story short or long? So I am a little, I can't, my Ope story is a little long because I don't really know what my Ope story should be on. Are you able to give me a topic to slim it down? Do we want to skip the Ope story or do you really want to tell it? No, I feel like I can skip the Ope story. Okay. Cause I do I'm have like that. one other question I wanted to ask you. Okay. I mean, I, I had looking... a couple other things, but we kind of went off topic. So I, I I'm fine with, I figured some. that was genuinely, this was my fear in doing a podcast with you. That we wouldn't get to everything. Yeah. The tangents. Yeah. Yes, of course. But I like that. I feel like we had some good combos. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully other like it's so hard to gauge since like these are my friends I love talking to them so okay we only have 10 minutes so I wanted to talk to you about um advice for not making your man your entire personality I don't think I am but I do find myself talking about him a lot and a lot of people are just curious because it's not my brand but mm-hmm. I definitely like while you you talk about Nick a lot like just like from lifestyle things but like you also it is never like, even from a younger age with you, it's never been your full personality. In fact, I would say not even close. Yeah. So that's definitely interesting. I think it's something, um, so I sometimes like get like when I worked at that job, like, um, this guy like said to me, he was like, Oh my God, like you talk about Nick so much. And I was like, you know, Nick is like the only person 
really like in my day-to-day and I do think that's why I talk about him a lot like I did like move to Rhode Island to be with Nick Mm -hmm. and the longer I've lived here like I do have more friends but I think you can probably relate like the older we get and the more friends we make like genuinely like they have their own like family unit so like that's like the person, you know, kind of like Murphy now is like part of your family unit. Like, yes. you know, like it's just like when I'm talking, like that's what I'm talking about. Like if I was a kid and lived at home and I said, we, 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 I'd be talking about like my family, you know? Yeah. Um. So I would say if I had to give advice, I definitely think like listening if your girlfriends like give you input that you're talking about them too much. But I also think that this is something like new and exciting. And I'm sure you've listened to like all your girlfriends talk about their engagements or their weddings or things like that. And like, it's okay to be excited and like people should be happy for you. Yeah. Um, I think if you catch yourself saying his name out of your mouth more times than your own, you should probably try to refocus on something. And then I do think Nick also makes it pretty easy. I don't know if I've shared this with you, but Nick is... Um, very he's a passionate person and Nick has a million hobbies mm-hmm. um, and he's always like learning something new like last summer I did not know this about him oh my god last summer it's partially like his parents say it's like partially like the Taurus in him so last year he was really into fishing um, so like he likes getting like the stuff to do it but like the fishing rods and the cute outfit that goes with it and everything else. And so he'll spend hours researching and Mm. getting everything and planning places to go and then spending days going with people or things like that. And I think that has reminded me that it's really important to be passionate about something myself. And for a while, I'd say probably like two years I was kind of like what is my passion like how does this kid have eight fucking passions and I don't have one goddamn passion and I think boys like for some reason boys just have more passions than girls like it or at least it seems I don't know like now that I have the podcast it's different so it's like I I was gonna say into that but like like reading is a passion for some people like Mm -hmm. what like literally watching tv I think that's okay like I think some people just like think like that's bad but like why is it bad yeah like my stepbrother said that to me he's like you really enjoy going to the gym like you really enjoy making like restaurant meals like you do have hobbies he's like but I would say like something you're passionate about is work and like most people just aren't passionate about work like most people don't like going to work like I love being a part of something like going to work like going to a volunteer event for work like representing my company like love doing that like working on like networking and growing into that, like that does take a lot of time. So I would say, um, don't forget about yourself and what you like to do. And if you ever get frustrated that like you want to hang out and he doesn't, or, you know, he's busy or something like that, be like, wait, if I was single, what would I do by myself? (laughs) Because like Nick actually up until very recently has worked every other Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, or every Saturday up until recently. Now he works every other. Yeah. And we actually talked about it. So he would have off on Sundays and Mondays. So we'd have Sundays together and I would have Saturday all by myself and Monday he would have all by himself. And it's kind of nice. We talked about it. Like now it's nice that we're like married this year and we're going to be able, like now it works out the schedule changed and we'll mm-hmm. be able to like hang out 
every other weekend together for like two days. But it's nice being able to like have time and not be expected to hang out with someone all the time because I would love to hang out with him. But like also doing things that I want to do because I want to do them. And like, that's what I would say would be my advice. Right. Hang out by yourself. I'm not saying this from a perspective, but like, I think like it is my whole personality. Like, I think it's just like, I love talking about relationships. So that's why it comes a lot, like comes up a lot on the podcast and it's so new. Like I did want to share like all of that stuff, but like from like a day-to-day perspective, like we don't see each other every day. You know what I mean? Like we don't live together. You know, I I still like, I made time for like, like he does a lot of sports. So it's, it's nice because it's not like, I'm like, oh, like he's doing sports again. Like, and I don't have anything going on. Like, it's like, okay, like he's doing sports. Like, uh, I'm going to go do it. Like hang out with Murphy, do like friend things. Like, and even like, if he's free and my friends can only hang out that day, like I still make time for them. So I do like, I do think I'm like balancing it like way better than I have like before in the past, but when you like doing things like a, like very similar things like going out doing things you know going to events like it is just easy to like hang out all the time too and also I think it's okay if like that's like just a new addition to your life as well you know what yeah. I mean like yeah. I think it's very much fine. like we're like very good like you know like he's and he's fine with not being invited to like he doesn't get his feelings hurt like I'm going to Chicago with my best friend. Like I would never invite him to something like that. You know, like, it's not like we're inviting, like she's not inviting her husband, you know, yeah. it's like a girl's day, you know? I also think too, as like being a good friend, like your friends will probably check you if they do feel that way. Like and I've always think- asked them to. Yeah. I feel like you have to have like the balls, like my sister, when she started dating her boyfriend, like, I think I shared this with you, but this was like years ago, but I feel like I told you this story, but like, it would always just be like, oh, we're coming or I'm coming. And then I'd get there and they'd both be there. Like, okay, whoa, did not know this was like an all-inclusive event. And so like now I'll make, like, I just know that she enjoys bringing him everywhere. So if I want it to just be us, like I'll go out of my way to be like, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I agree. Well, I don't know like if this is going to give me another warning or not, because it's actually not counting down. Are you seeing it? Yeah, it says one minute and 15 seconds. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Mads, do you want people to follow you? Like, I don't want to. I was going to say, I don't know if my social media presence is really up up to snuff, but if anyone wants to network with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. (laughs) Yeah, that actually is a good idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not against sharing my um, Instagram. It's Madeline Doyle, but I do just don't think I'm going to be like really exciting the pod listeners. Yeah. You more look, you don't really. Yeah. You'll interact, I'm an oldie, but not like oldie, you'll interact but with other people, right? Yeah. I'll like your posts, but <laughs> I'm probably not contributing too much. All right, girlfriend. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. I feel like we'll have to do it again. And I know I'm hoping that maybe I'll be one of your recurring. I know, clients. especially I need to like figure this whole thing out. And I don't know. I feel like I just need to upgrade all the systems, but when it's like free, it's like hard not to do it. But um, I'm very thrifty myself. So. I would also love to like bring you on to talk about like pop culture things because. Oh my God. Like not all of my that. girlfriends left.
Oh. oh.